0: who have found ways to bring hope, healing and freedom into places where trauma has impacted them. I'm Allie, author of The Art of Healing Trauma, and I'm here to remind you that life is sweet. Now, let's dive in and find ways to create our joy. Hi, this is Allie and Find Your Joy. And I'm really excited because now we are having part 2. Do in both official languages with the fabulous the wonderful the badass entrepreneur the self love champion, and we 're going to hear a little bit about the uh, cold water swimming uh a co author and a few uh best selling books all about helping women reach their goals i mean this is one busy lady uh woman <laughs> well <laughs> sorry. <laughs> That's really funny. I just have to laugh for a minute. Ah, okay. In a world gone mad, Hi. Anyways, hi, welcome, Lorna Kettler of Bodacious. Hello, hello, <laughs> welcome back. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave this in here, but I'm gonna say this. I I I almost never say the word lady. I'm not opposed to it. I'm not gonna get angry. I won't pick at anyone's place if they do. I just have this thing where I say "woman" instead, and it's it's um I'm it was just funny I I said lady and now I'm making a bigger deal of it than it needs to. But
1: (laughs) (laughs) I I started I I had a a problem calling people women sometimes like it just feels almost formal. Yes, away from lady too, but I call my my people lovelies. So that kind of is (laughs) that's my word, encapsulating word. And um, doesn't offend anybody, I don't think. And-
0: I don't think so. It's it's actually that's funny. That's what I usually I usually always right. just word "lovelies" because because the reality is, and it's not to take away from anything, is that some words are triggers for some people. And and I'm not going around on eggshells. I just want to be respectful. That's all. So so my lovely lady woman, <laughs> my lovely womanly wo- lady. <laughs> no Welcome, hello. Hi. I know. If you're still with us, if you haven't left after I just rambled all that weirdness out, thanks for sticking around. <laughs> oh my gosh! So it's been so long since I've seen you. Yeah. At least, at least it's been almost a minute. <laughs> if you include the three that I just went off into some weird tangent, and it's um, well, well, last time we were talking about self-love and body image. And, and, well, a whole bunch of fabulous things, but during, during lockdown, you started doing something that was pretty interesting. Um, Cold water swimmer. First of all, I would ask that if you would please, for those who don't know what that means, I mean, I mean, we all kind of know what that means because we understand words, but maybe explain a little bit about what that means how you got into it and maybe what it means to you and has meant to you.
1: Okay, well, to start, I didn't start cold water swimming. I started swimming, I think it was three years ago, almost to the day right now. So we started swimming in the morning during COVID for something to do yes. uh, with a friend. And um, then as we got nearer to the end of the summer, um, we started
0: challenging ourselves. We'll see if we can make it to labor day. Oh, then we'll you know, that was easy. Then, and if I may just interrupt, this was the reason that that mattered was because it was in a lake. You were outside. You're
1: swimming in a lake. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. The ocean has to stay a similar temperature within a few degrees, but the lake does not. So then, you know, as the lake was getting colder, we would continue challenging ourselves to uh, what are the dates in, in going into winter. So like Halloween and then, you know, Thanksgiving. And then, then it was the challenge was Christmas. And we just kept going. You know, we debated at some point, we was talking about, oh, if we want to keep doing this, we better get some wetsuits. And then I'm like, screw that. I just want to keep wearing my bikini and see how far I can go. As long as I can still get in the water, I'm still going to get in the water. So um, we just, that continued. Um, And able to get into the winter, winter, we did end up buying boots and gloves with some neoprene, Mm. five millimeter. Um, Definitely don't stay in the water as long. But we were still swimming every time um, throughout the winter, including breaking through ice. And Oh, my know, gosh. Yeah. My friend actually had a hammer and was hammering the ice so that we could create a path. I think I sent you a, a picture, Allie. Of, of a I do
0: remember that. Like this little chonk, chonk, chonk. And I'm yeah. like, oh, my gosh.
1: Yeah. And so the funny thing is, um, you know, the responses are often... I could never do that. I hate being cold. I hate being cold. It's not about that. It's not, there's something else that happens and there's all sorts of scientific things that happen. Yes. Um, that, um, make the cold worthwhile. And there's, you know, there's a high that you get from being that cold and, and then warming up, um, doing it safely. Absolutely. We're very, very careful and respectful and, um, of our own bodies and the the, the coldness of the
0: lake. Um, Yeah. So that happened. (laughs) And, and so, so so, yeah, some of the benefits are, and there's a lot of, I know where, you know, where, where we live, right. There's um, the traditional territories of Lekwankan people and, and, and there's cold water and ocean swimming has been something that they've done for centuries and, and decades and centuries and uh what do I try? generations that's the word i was looking for right. and there are some uh scientific medical benefits so what are some of the things that you're doing to make sure that you're like do you you did you google to find out how long can i stay in what's safe how do you when you said you're looking at what's you're being yeah. respectful of your body
1: well i mean there are, yes and i think the water can fool you really easily like you can you mm-hmm. can you you could be start to be comfortable when you shouldn't um it been oh. so um having a buddy too is really important so you know kind of checking in with each other and and um yeah kind of I think we're at, we have a really good sense now of when when it's time we don't right time ourselves and we're not doing anything by any certain um written way um just really trusting in our bodies and again that's something that I haven't done in a long time is really be in a physical um experience where it's just me and nature and my body noticing right. noticing, you know, the leaves changing, noticing which birds are at the lake at certain times of year. Like there are so many things that we were seeing almost every day, and as well as how our bodies were reacting to the cold or not cold, and you know, and how long you can stay and what does it take to safely warm up? Because that's a whole other Part of that experience, right?
0: So. Oh right. Okay. So recovery time.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: What, I, I, when you I I wrote this down because you know you may have heard I bumped my head. I forget things, but I just I was not looking but writing when you said it, and I just thought, oh my gosh, this is profound about so many areas in our life, about our body, and about our lives. You said it can fool you to start to feel comfortable when you shouldn't. Mm -hmm. That's a, that's powerful. Mm. That's, I mean, I get that we're, you're talking about swimming, but it just made me think of, well, your whole self love championship and and who you are and and you just strive so much to feel like you said walking the walk, feeling comfortable within your own body, but also to share that and empower other women that way. And when I when you said um, it fools you into feeling comfortable when you shouldn't, I just thought of all the I know it says nothing to do with swimming, but what just came crashing in on me was just all the ways. And again, I'm going to, I I get it's people in general and women specifically who allow ourselves to at times feel comfortable when we shouldn't. Mm -hmm. Whoa. I'm going to write that down for later. That's a, (laughs) it's like going into a store that I don't really feel particularly good in, but I don't know where else I'm going to get my one X or whatever I'm looking for. So I just make myself be okay with that. Right. And you offer something else. It's, it's just, I I guess that statement that you made talking about that, uh, just reminds me of all the other things that you do to make sure that you're aware all the time about whether or not you should be comfortable mm. with something. I just felt it rather profound. You're such a guru. <laughs> Something else that you did that was pretty amazing. Well, there's a long list of things that you do that's pretty amazing to me, but you did something for your 50th birthday, which is, that was um, a while ago. (laughs) That was a day or two ago now, but for your 50th birthday, tell us what you did.
1: Okay. Um, And the other thing that I want to talk about just so we don't forget is is ageism, so that's oh. my, on top of the other stuff. That's my new kind of thing that I include in my sharing. I'm, yes. happy, I'm proudly 58. I'm happily 58. Um, on my 50th year, um, I decided to do something um, different celebratory um, fun every month of that year. And it led up to then walking the Camino with my hubby um, on my 50th birthday. So For in those months, I mean, and it could be more than one time a month, but that was a challenge is just to kind of complete something. And so I took a jewelry making course, I, you know, went to movies with friends, I just did things that I, you know, that had to step up a bit to do myself a little bit, um, get out of my comfort zone. Um, The Camino was the biggest, of course, I mean, that was, you know, we did 105 kilometers, I guess uh over a five six day period
0: right so, wow
1: yeah it was a lot And <laughs> had some pretty big blisters to show for it <laughs> <laughs> and I learned I really don't like hills I don't care how fit I am I really I just they're not you know what no thank you but yes. I like walking not so much the hills um yeah so that was on my 50th um it was a really good fun thing to uh focus on and, yeah reminded of that when I was sending you my bio the other day, it's like, oh, okay, now I'm 58. Now I'm looking at 60 thinking, okay, I'm going to, I want to do something big for 60. Um, but it's like, well, why can't we do that all the time? You know, just step up a little step up and out a little bit. Um, yeah,
0: I, I like that. I'm, I'm turning in in a but in a, Well, what are we in? We're in August now, right? So in a month, a month and a bit, I'm turning 64. And I'm calling it my Beatles birthday. Ah. And, <laughs> Anyone who will listen and my friends who I went to high school with who are turning 64 just before me, I'm I'm telling them all, happy Beatles birthday. Yeah. I don't know what I want to do exactly for it yet, but I know I want to have a party of some sort and uh, some kind of a dance party. I'm not really sure, but I want to do something for my 64th birthday because... I remember, and going into the ageism, I I remember being I remember being younger <laughs> quite some time ago. Sixty four seemed like well, if you're even alive, <laughs> like if you're even it it, it felt like that, and it, it happens quick, and you get there quick, and then you, I found for myself. Here's something I notice is that. Um, I am a strong woman. I've been through a a lot in my life and I've thrived through it. I didn't just survive it. And I find as I age, people are starting to treat me like a puppy.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Oh, that's so cute. If I'm doing something, oh, that's so cute. And I want to say, uh, screw you. What do you mean? It's cute. it's you might like that I'm doing it you might even say oh uh, I didn't really think someone your age would want to do that you want to please don't say to me oh that's so cute like I'm a puppy or a baby that you're cooing at yeah
1: (laughs) Yeah, I've I've been a part of some conversations recently hearing women say that um we turn invisible at a certain age yes and stuff and I guess that's sort of true, but I'm really, really rebelling against that idea mm-hmm. why? why why we're we're wise and we're survivors and we're celebrators and um I'm not invisible, and I don't I want to be invisible I don't want to be invisible no and no, we deserve to be seen um there's a hashtag i've just recently discovered about you know this is what my age looks like or i look my age and i'm going to start posting more on that with that hashtag because again let's show everybody what that looks like
0: yes yes yeah. this is this is you know you look so good for your age
1: right what yeah so you know i hear a lot from women well you can do that but i could never do that like
0: because Yes. Why would that be? I I think that when you look at the things that when I see what you're doing or what different women that I know, I think we forget that, um, I don't know. Like I'm just starting to do so much. I feel like I'm just catching my stride now. I mean, are you kidding me? Since I like turned 60, what have I done? I've I've uh, and all with a brain injury. Mine has been like I've I've been like do you know, I've I've written books. I've I've started a podcast. I'm taking courses. I've got a diploma in a few different um methodologies and 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 uh, mediums and and all this I mean, I I just feel like I'm finally getting who I am yes I don't did I don't know maybe people are way smarter than me maybe they got it when they were 20 I it took me a while to catch up <laughs> I think too when we were
1: younger like 65 64 65 was retirement age yes so that meant you were done doing what you did for a living I don't want to be done no. I'm, I'm in my prime doing what I love to do you know yes. you know The whole idea, I think as an entrepreneur anyway, of retirement is completely different than, you know, if you have a traditional, more traditional nine to five job, but like pensions and stuff.
0: (laughs) Yes. There's, um, oh, that, oh, that. (laughs) But I mean, isn't
1: it better or as good to love what you do and not want to be done, you know, yes, and still create your life around that so that you
0: don't need to retire to then have a life? Yes. And and if you want to retire, that's okay too. Just know that you're choosing whatever it is that you're choosing to do. If I we have friends who are, are retired now and you know, they bought a fifth wheel in a truck and they're traveling all over the place. And they're they're you know, every time I see pictures of them, they're hiking or canoeing or kayaking or riding bikes or they're doing all this stuff, they're or sitting around a fire just talking, but it's they're doing. They haven't just gone. Okay, well, I now's when I sit around and wait to die. Right. Yeah. God forbid. Well, good gosh. That's so. So with the ageism thing, um, what are some of the ways that that you've experienced it, or have you yet?
1: Well, I think that's the thing I keep hearing about it, but I maybe I'm just not aware, or I'm not I'm not listening to those voices. Um, because it's not my personal experience, but I, I don't even know where I want to be seen. And I don't work in a traditional wor- work environment either, right? I, oh, I right. surround with myself with women <laughs> who love to look at beautiful things and celebrate, you know, who they are and where they are. So I'm a little bit um, spoiled, I guess, for that, that I don't have those same experiences that a lot of other people do
0: in different environments. Um, yeah. So, I guess a part of it's probably choices. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying that somebody who's experiencing it uh, is choosing it. I'm saying that there may be part of it is about our choices and what we're doing.
1: Yeah. But if you're in a corporate world, that's you know, yes. probably male dominated, often male dominated, you know, they're looking at young up and comers. Like there, there are things that, you know, where we'll we'll show you that the world is looking at you differently, yes, um, yeah, it's just i'm I'm happy and blessed that uh that's not my challenge right now. I mean, if I'm invisible to some people, I guess I am, but that's
0: those probably aren't my people anyway, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, that's right, so but we're just, that's that's a really good point, maybe yeah, we're just really trying to make
1: better and deeper connections with the people that we're choosing to have in our life so then who are those people that aren't seeing us? Right. It would be different if I was applying for
0: a job or. Yes. You
1: know,
0: That's a good point. Yeah. Yes. if it, 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 I love that. So you're in a different position in your life, but also recognizing that maybe those aren't my people. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. I, um, yeah I, I don't I, I I just it occurred to me the other day we were somebody was talking about it about well about retiring or something and um just not doing things and I, it hadn't really occurred to me and I thought oh i i ha- when will I stop doing things, whether it's my job or my passion or whatever it is? I I don't. Oh, I don't know. I hadn't really thought about that. That's right. what I that was my answer. I hadn't yeah. really. I'll never stop doing things. Or yeah, time. I guess if I couldn't, if I, could. I, I suppose if I couldn't, then I would need to find something else to do. Like after my accident, I couldn't do what I did. Right. So I needed to find other things that I would really love to do. And some of that took exploring and finding out what that might be. Anyway. Um
1: for that because you did you made you made the best of the situation and chose other things to do that you found now I'm
0: like I don't remember well I remember I don't remember much of anything but that's another story but I mean I sort of you for you forget about those things and I I think well we were watching David and I've been watching old old reruns like from the 50s 60s or whatever and seeing people like I see women who come on these game shows or where we've been watching these old, old shows and there'll be people coming on contestants for these shows. Uh, it's not, what's my liner. It's, it's one of those shows. Anyways, it's, women will come on that are my age or younger. And I, when I see them, I think that they are, like probably in their 80s or something like it and, and I don't mean that in an unkind fashion I mean how their their whole energy how they're presenting how they're dressed how they're carrying themselves how they're you know they sort of have their hands together and their little you know that little perm that doesn't move that I, you know, I was talking to my friend who's in her thirties and we were chatting about this the other day. And I said, yeah, I wonder at what age I'll get one of those. <laughs> you know, I, do I wait till I'm 90 and I just go in and say, okay, just give me one of those little perms. that never moves. <laughs> but I think part of it is, is just women have we, the world has evolved. Mm-hmm. And we're evolving with it. And I don't, I don't go around. I don't really think about my age. And then when I do, I'm like, Oh, I would think I would have been older yeah. at this age. <laughs> I would have been way older, more mature. Shouldn't I be smarter? Shouldn't something be different here?
1: I think that's a blessing, at least with age, because we're dealing with a lot of um, older people in our worlds right now. Is I think you always feel younger in your heart, anyway. Like you, I don't know that we ever will. uh, What does seventy feel like? I mean, it's it's like it is wherever you it's what you think it is, and then it's where where you really are. You know, and yeah, what I thought when I was in my twenties, what fifty-eight would feel like or look
0: like, was not this. You no, know, you did you you wouldn't know, right? I wouldn't know. I'd be. I remember my mom said something, and part of it is make, is sad, but part of it is this. I just get it. She said she said to me, and she was in her nineties, and she she looked in the mirror and she said, "You stupid old bitch! How did you get in my mirror?" And, <laughs> And and it was funny and she meant it as a joke and and also it kind of made me sad that yeah. that maybe there was some truth in her heart to that. But 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 honestly, that's what happens. I can be out in the middle of doing something, then I, you know, well, maybe something hurts. There's that. That's yeah. there's yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then <laughs> just like my mom said, how did you get in my mirror? Like where did you come from? That's why it's really good to have women to hang around with and laugh and talk about that with, so that it's we get it. Yeah, yeah, that, and that happened,
1: and that yes, which saying other women, I think, I mean, uh, probably a whole other show, but you know, uh, women sisters, women sister groups, right? That yes. is what's saving us right now. Um, yeah. You know, and and my my swim experiences and. You know, regrouping with women, having these conversations that are so meaningful. Um, it, it's, it's saving us all. And yes. I think we're so blessed. And even like you see the swim groups that are happening, it's like 90% women. It's like women gathering to do something together that feels amazing, that's freeing, that's, you know, in nature. And I don't think we ever stop talking. You know, solve all the world's problems. Yes. That's what we do. Right? Yes. You know, it's it's a nice reminder again that once we're being able to gather a little bit more in person, but not always necessarily in person, that these deep conversations are so important. So that was kind of a segue there, but um
0: No, it's not I think it's perfect. I love it because I it's been much my experience um in the last However many years now, um, not everyone is uh, not everyone is either ready or willing to have the deep conversations or maybe not with me or with you know there's certain people that they would and and I find that for me if those are the only conversations I want. I mean I'm okay in the store if I pass someone and say, "Oh, that dress looks lovely on you." I don't have to have the deepest conversation with that person, but I like connection. Mm-hmm. And any anything other than connection it, it, however harsh this may sound, feels like a waste of time for me, for for everyone concerned, we're yearning
1: it, we're craving it. It's like it's yes. like, this, this is what we need. Um, it's fuel and, um, kind of just going back to why I do what I do in my business, what's happened just kind of organically, which is how most things happen in my world. Anyway, it just kind of happens, but, um, the, my customers have aged with me, right? So right. when I was in my business, I was selling like rockabilly dresses and, you know, I was, that was, you know, me 24 years ago. And now, you know, we're all wearing more, you know, natural fabrics and looser fitting clothing and, you know, just want to be comfortable, but look fun and funky. And, but as that's happening, I'm meeting all of these women who are aging and maybe losing husbands or having knee surgery or putting husbands into care or, you know, newly single or, you know, there's, but there's this whole aged, uh, wiser women experience that's happening. Right. And I get to be a be a part of that and be a facilitator for that in a space that I've created. And that's super exciting for me too.
0: Yes. Because that is very much experience in your store. I have to say that. that we can That's
1: the magic that happens. And not every day. But I mean you all of a sudden there's a circle of women and they're celebrating each other because they know the rules in my store. So we don't do the the negatives. And um, they're helping each other out and giving feedback. And then we're sharing stories and sometimes there's crying and sometimes there's hugging and, you know, and it's, and I'm like, Oh my God, this is what I get to do. This is what yes. I get to do. And yeah, it's amazing. So
0: that's
1: mm. that a good reminder of that.
0: Yeah. I love that. And you're right. The whole ageism thing. I think that that could be a conversation that maybe I'll have like, um, there'll be four little windows. In this, in this call and, and having, um, I'm going to write that down and I hope that you'll be part of that. That'll be, that'll be a show for, that'll be a a series of shows for another day. I'm sure. Ah, it's all, you know what? Time with you is always too short. (laughs) It's, it's, it's always uplifting. It, it, I always feel like, um, uh, like a warm honey or warm oil has been poured over my heart. You're like a bomb. Okay. A very healing bomb. And um so thanks because I know that you have lots going on in your life and that you s- stepped out of that for an hour or so and and came and hung out with me. I'm I'm really grateful for that.
1: Absolutely my pleasure.
0: I yeah. was,
1: yes. And I, I love what you do and I love what you bring out in others and the conversations are important. So thank you for that.
0: Oh, thanks. Lorna Keller you are you are a force and so thanks so much for being here and to our listeners thank you so much for joining us today um, we'd love to hear your comments and questions and um, I don't even know how all that works just so you know I don't really know how to respond to people yet so so you can go to alleywayart at gmail.com because I don't know how else I'm still learning all this techie stuff so that's just the reality uh, but thanks so much for joining us Find your joy and do know that you are loved. Thanks so much for joining me today. If you found a piece of your joy in this episode, I would love to hear about what came up for you so that we can continue to grow the impact of this show. Thanks again. See you soon. And remember, find your joy.